Today's show is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash everything sounds. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash everything sounds. Ignition sequence start. Everything. Everything. Sounds. Sounds. This is everything sounds. This is a really old, like, laser gun toy. It just makes the coolest sounds. Pretty awesome. How do you feel about starting out this time? Sure. All right, go for it. I'm George Drake Jr. I'm Craig Shank. And this is Everything Sounds. You know what's great when it gets cold outside? Uh, hot chocolate with marshmallows. Well, yeah, but no. Okay, down comforters. You're on the right track. Being inside instead of outside. Bingo, and even better, being in a greenhouse. Oh, yes, I know which one you're talking about. But we'll get to that later. And the laser gun we'll get to as well. Just give it a minute. It will make sense eventually. First, we need to take you to the Experimental Sound Studio in Chicago. Uh, okay. This is Alex. Uh, my name is Alex Inglesian. He works at the Experimental Sound Uh, Studio. I work here at the Experimental Sound Studio. I'm the chief engineer as well as the technical supervisor. He's the one that was showing us the laser gun. See, I told you we'd come back to it. He showed us some other instruments too. What an Imbira. Its intention is just to make the loudest sort of awful sound probably. It's just a, just a little toy fl- flute. Eventually we found out what they actually do there. Let's see if I can remember our mission statement. Uh, We are uh, dedicated to the production, promotion, preservation, and there's one more P. Production, promotion, preservation, and I can't remember it. It's actually production, promotion, presentation, and preservation. (laughs) Of the sonic arts. (laughs) And they really do live up to that mission statement. Not only do we have um, really excellent programs and public presentations, so uh, we definitely offer that to people who are looking to become part of the community, but as well, we have uh, our recording facilities for artists who want to actually create things and very affordable rates, um, open to sort of any type of project. And additionally, we do a lot of one-on-one tutorials as well as workshops. So just towards the end of the summer, we wrapped up our series of um, DIY electronic workshops. It was all about learning how to build uh, experimental electronic instruments. So stuff like that. And we sort of offer those things on a one-on-one basis as well as like recording techniques and uh, Pro Tools techniques and, and making recordings. But the Experimental Sound Studio does much more than holding workshops and preserving old recordings. Since 2001, they've had a permanent sound installation at the Lincoln Park Conservatory called Florisonic. Yeah, uh, Florisonic is, um, well, I, I wish you could speak to Lou about it because um, 
I'm sure he'd have a lot more to say. He's the guy in charge. Lou Malazzi, who's the executive director here and founder. So we caught up with him a little later. Fluorisonic is a sound installation commissioning series, and it's the only series in the U.S. Uh, that commissions artists to do sound installations in public space. But still, what is it exactly? The site for Fluorisonic is the Fern Room of the Lincoln Park Conservatory, which is a very large greenhouse space, and it's uh, essentially an artificial rainforest environment. We've uh, installed four loudspeakers, a very simple playback system, and then we commission artists and composers to make works that are specific to the site, that reference the idea of this site in whatever form, either as a kind of um, transplantation of nature, as, a, as an artificial uh, version of a natural uh, environment, um, as a place of respite. And they tried to make it not seem natural. One thing they, they've done in that space, when we haven't had a piece in there, is they'll put in, you know, a sound effects recording of that sort of environment, like, you know, birds from the rainforest or something like that. And this is exactly what we're trying to avoid. We're not trying to um, fill out the uh, illusion of where you are. We're trying to find ways where the space that you're in, the actual space that you're in, is the point of attention for the audience and that the artist is trying to make a work where the attention is to the work but also to the situation that the audience is in, to that environment, that particular context. And it's actually a pretty brilliant space for an installation when you think about it. That space is um, open 365 days a year from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's free to the public. So the demographic of people that go through is a really wide demographic. It's, you know, sort of the demographic of the city in a way. So, did we leave anything out? I don't think so. Well, there's only one thing we have left to do. And what's that? Check it out for ourselves. Oh, good call. You lead the way. All right, so you walk in. The first thing you notice is that it's really humid. Humid and like kind of like hot and wet in there. And even though other parts of the space are relatively humid and warm, you're struck by it when you come into this space because it's a bit closed off from the rest of the rooms around it. Um, so you walk in actually above it. Sort of um, small patio, almost, a kind of platform. And you, go, you, can, you can sort of look over it and you can see down into the space and you walk down some stairs. It's about six steps down. There's actually ten. Yeah, we counted. There's a double stairway. You can go one, one side or the other. Um, and there's a pathway through the center of it. That winds through in a kind of S-shape through the space. Also, there's like a little waterfall that you hear. And, and um, you also become aware that there are these uh, small uh, uh, fountains. Giant prehistoric ferns. Um, in the space. Uh, there are, there's one uh, that you really notice primarily on your, uh, on, on your left side when you walk in this direction. You feel like you're in like a prehistoric jungle. The piece that's in there now is by a German clarinetist, Michael Tieke, and it's called Holzmusik. What that translates to is, is wood music. Which means wooden music. If you listen to just a regular jazz musician playing the clarinet, there's all these small sounds they make that maybe aren't intended 
uh, it shifts in the timbre of the instrument based on real subtle changes of things like embouchure and fingering. The clucks of the keys. Tiny little sounds like little bits of clicks and chirps. Little breath sound through the reed. Breath control. Before the note comes out. Breathy sort of drone qualities to it. In his work, he really focuses on other those alternative techniques. Started working with different microphone techniques both in and around the instrument to draw out the details and also some kind of uh, almost spatial characteristics of the instrument when he was playing it. And intending to actually make those sounds with the instrument. But also recordings very close to the instrument and at the interior of the instrument so it's really the generation of what's happening in the instrument as a space. It occurred to him that what he is doing when he plays the clarinet is introducing warm, moist air, warm, moist air into a wooden environment, and that this was oddly similar to what happens in the fern room. Seriously, it was really hot in there. And that day we were wearing sweaters. Where you have all of this plant life and you have this warm, moist air, and it's the interaction of those things that kind of creates the space that you're in. It is mixed really, really low, so you kind of really have to focus to hear it, which I think is kind of nice for the piece. And then using all of those materials, he's edited them together and mixed them together uh, into this piece that takes place in the firm itself. As always, you can find out more about the Experimental Sound Studio and their Fluorosonic Project from our website, everythingsounds.org. There you can also learn more about the show and listen to previous episodes. The music on today's show was provided by Fumosonic. Not to be confused with Fluorosonic. And you can find out more about the music you hear on our show and how to submit your own music at our website as well. We've had great responses from you on iTunes. By rating and reviewing the show, you've helped us move up in the rankings. You're really helping us out, and we can't thank you enough, really. We'd appreciate more ratings and reviews, if you haven't yet, whenever you get a chance. You can find the link at our website, everythingsounds.org. Until next time, I'm George Drake Jr. And I'm Craig Shank. And this is Everything Sounds. We got got some rain sticks. Oh, rain sticks. Actually, one of the, yeah, one of them is built by, um... Douglas Ewart, who's a musician here in Chicago, a really cool guy. But he makes um, he makes didgeridoos as well. Really, really beautiful ones. Anything with a big pipe. Yeah. <laughs> He's the pipe master. This has been Everything Sounds. Find out more about the podcast at everythingsounds.org. Connect with Everything Sounds on Facebook and also on Twitter.